You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we've reached that time of the show. That time of the week. NFL bets, thoughts, injury news, etc. Week 9 of the National Football League on Nye. So it's time to get to it here. we got a whole slate of games. we got injury information to bring you and all our bets, side and total. Uh, props, of course, coming up on Sunday morning on my show on WFAN, the solo show, 8.30 to 9, and then countdown to kickoff with myself and Ken, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. But let's get to it here. Uh, Kenny, please lay down that Mario music. We begin our Week 9 NFL betting sojourn in Frankfurt. Guten Tag. 9.30 a.m. coming up on Sunday morning. The Chiefs and the Dolphins from Germany. Kansas City, a one-and-a-half point, uh, quote-unquote, home favorite. Again, the game's in Germany. The total is 50-and-a-half. And for Miami, maybe getting back Xavier Howard in this game, maybe getting back to Ron Armstead in this game. We'll find out more coming up on Sunday morning. Ken, uh, bets here, please, for the Chiefs and the Dolphins. It's, this might be a Sunday conversation. Might be one of these. It, doesn't it feel like... I think it feels like if the Dolphins are going to get a really good injury report on Sunday with the actives and actives, you think they're going to close a favorite? I kind of think they are. I kind of think that's where we're uh, going right now. Uh, maybe, maybe like Dolphins 1? Like pick or Dolphins 1 or something like that. That that might be the push I need to bet the Chiefs in this game. I'm not there yet. This number's close enough to mine. And the way I think about the game, like I, I just would make the Chiefs a small favorite. And I think they're a little more likely to win the game than Miami is. Uh, there's a lot of talk this week about like the travel for both teams. I think that's all like noise, honestly. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're going to find out after the fact. It's like a huge thing, the body clocks for both teams. But I think you could like just as easily make a mistake with what you want to bet as opposed to like make a good bet. I just how you interpret that kind of stuff um, just seems like if I'm going to get like Mahomes pick or a dog against any team, and he's, I was going to say able-bodied, but like I, we played on him when he had a hurt ankle in the playoffs a couple times. That's just going to be a good idea. I'm not there yet, but like I, Sunday, like if we get some fun market movement with Miami's injury report, I could be persuaded to bet the Chiefs in the game. Yeah, this is going to be Chiefs for me. This is probably going to be under for me also. I haven't bet it yet, but I think I'm going to like bring bring myself to bet the under in the game with both these defenses. Maybe a little, not like a like a 7-3 type game, but maybe a little bit lower scoring. So Chiefs oh, definitely for me, and let's see what the number is for the Sunday conversation, uh, which by the way, we won't be able to have because the game's on at 930. <laughs> we, we, we talk off air about it, but uh, this will oh, be true. a Chiefs bet for me. And, uh, and under for me as well with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. All right, we begin our American NFL betting sojourn, Ken, on Sunday in Atlanta. 
with the Falcons mm. and the Minnesota Vikings, where Taylor Heineke will start for Atlanta. Jaron Hall will start for Minnesota. But Josh Dobbs will be active as the backup quarterback. So we could see Dobbs at any point in this game. Atlanta in between a three and a half and a four point home favorite. The total is 37 and a half. Atlanta will not have the services of stud wide receiver Drake London in this game. Problematic, but because you know, they have no other good wide receivers. Yeah, this is a really funny betting game with Heineke against Jaron Hall to start. And then you feel like it might be Dobbs at some point if that goes really poorly. Really high leverage game. You might be like, well, why would they bring in Josh Dobbs? Like, it's his first week. Like, it might be if they don't win this game, Atlanta gets the playoff spot and they don't. Like, that actually might be how it goes. So, like, you kind of have to be all in here decision-making-wise to really try to win the game. And if that means Josh Dobbs plays the second half, that's what that means. Uh, I bet Atlanta three and a half early in the week thinking there was, like, it was for sure the number was going to improve in my favor. And, like, I was right, but not nearly to the degree that I was hoping. Uh, I, I'm hoping for a little bit more of a bump here and I'm going to like not even I might even not even middle I might just buy out and like actually get plus on the coming back the other way to get my money back and then I'll have no position on the game entering this I will say and I don't think this is going to be true but all books are different so you never know uh, if books are going to put up Jaron Hall props then I think it benefits you to bet the under on any numbers, but the idea Dobbs could come in at any moment and take the place of him, and then you would just win on all those unders because Jaron Hall wouldn't play anymore. Also, he could just be terrible, so you could win twice. Um, not sure if, like, every book is going to do that. My guess is they aren't, but, like, even if some places do and some places don't, it's just, like, this is also one you could price shop because some books might price into the prop market that he's, like, shaky, and some might be like, nah, full game projection. Like, all good. I think there's like a chance we see Josh Dobbs. Like, I, I think that's like a real possibility because this is a really high leverage game for Minnesota. Uh, I'll be on Hall under props and shopping those this weekend. Uh, Jaron Hall, uh, 192 and a half passing yards at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Um, no, no attempts. Uh, and oh, yeah, we do have attempts and completions. 18 and a half completions and no attempts for Jaron Hall. But there are some, some props well, up there right now for Jaron Hall. That's aggressive for a rookie who's never played. Really? Against a pretty good defense. Yep. Uh, on the road? No bets on the road. On In the this road. economy? Uh, no bets for me right now on this game. I think this is going to be a, like a live betting paradise in this game with the Josh Dobbs situation kind of hanging over things. If I had to bet the game, honestly, I, th I think I'd take the points with the Vikings because I hate Arthur Smith. Moving on. Uh, the Browns on the Cardinals in Cleveland. Cleveland bet all the way out to a 10-point favor, total 38.5. Now, you might be asking yourself, huh, Deshaun Watson has to be starting, right? If the Browns are 10? Yes. And uh, Kyler Murray can't be starting, right, if the number's going to be 10? No. It looks like it will be Watson and, and uh, Clayton Toon will be the quarterbacks in this game. Although, like, this is another one where... If, I think my sense is that, like, Clayton Toon plays and, like, they'll just hold Kyler out. But who the hell... You think he's going to play? They don't want to win. Like, they're not trying to win. So, like, why would you play Kyler in the second half of the game? Who cares if you I win? agree. Right. I think it's going to be Clayton Toon the whole game, no, even, right. no matter what. Unless, like, he gets hurt. But I, then I think it'll be Clayton Toon that finishes the game. And uh, they won't have Amari DiMercato. He's out in this game. So, if, like, you need a fantasy, you need a running back, DiMercato is going to be out. Um, and nothing really going on for Cleveland here, although we will be watching Cedric Tillman now. With Donovan Peoples-Jones traded to the Detroit Lions. Ken bets, please, for the Browns and Cardinals. The total just, like, keeps not only like not moving in our favor, like kind of moving against us. That was on the Deshaun announcement, obviously that that happened, but like, really? I still, we bet the under already in this game earlier in the week. I still like this. How many points is Arizona scoring? They're going against like the number one defense with Clayton Toon. You might be like, well, the Browns are going to score a lot. Really? Are you, are you, have you watched Browns games? Like, yeah, when they do, it's because there's like nine defensive touchdowns and stuff like that. I just like, what is an average score for this game? Like 23, nothing. 
like 20 to 7 like something i mean just really like i every time i think about the game it's just the browns suffocate the game the market kind of implies that too i still like the under i have no issue with the side at all because i have no clue what clayton tune's gonna be and it could be really bad uh so i'll, I'll just play the under in the game I, I actually think if I had to bet the game, and like I don't, and I'm an American, and I'll do whatever I want, uh, I think I'd actually take the points with Arizona at 10. Like, Deshaun Watson could play like three snaps and like leave the game again. I, I'm not advocating that. You're going to bet his unders I, too? I have that circled. You want to bet his unders too? I I mean, just like who knows what, how, what's going to happen right. here. Yes, correct. Who knows? And I'm, I guarantee he's got props up and it's a full game projection. Guaranteed that. Uh, yeah, I can tell you what it is. And then we can get to the Rams of the Packers in a second. rotator cuff. We saw this uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. 206 and a half, the passing yards number for Watson. Why are they even going to throw the ball? Going to be winning the I whole game. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, it would actually be Arizona or nothing for me. And Ken gave you the thoughts on the total. I echo those sentiments. Uh, we move. To the Packers and the Rams at the frozen tundra, maybe not frozen yet, of Lambeau Field. We're Green Bay in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. The total is 38 and a half. Matthew Stafford's officially listed as questionable on the injury report. Didn't practice all week with the thumb injury. Although, like, Sean McVay even said this. Like, Stafford doesn't need to practice to play with all the reps he's gotten in his career. So, like, maybe this is going to be a true game time decision. Who the hell knows? If it's not Stafford, it'll be Brett Rippon. Puka Nakua is questionable on the injury report, but the thought, Ken, is that Nakua is going to play in this game on Sunday. What do you have for us here with the Rams and the Packers? Nothing right now. Uh, just with not knowing if Stafford's going to play. Like, I, I want the news to come out, and I want the market to move one way or another, and then I'll make a decision. This is a Sunday conversation. Like, that's what this is. I want to know if he's playing or not. And I want to know how the market reacts to that information. And I don't even know what side I would bet in each permutation, but, like, I just want to see this play out. Uh, three with Stafford uncertainty is fine for me. Like, that doesn't really make me want to make a bet. Total being this doesn't really make me want to make a bet. Um, let's see what happens Sunday. Uh, I would really like to bet the Rams at a number more than three, whether it's Stafford or Rippon. If it's Stafford, it's not going to be more than three. So really, like three and a half or better with Rippon, I will, I will, I will place a bet on the LA Rams. And if I lose, I'm I'm okay with losing uh, because I think it'll be a valuable bet when I place it. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Our bets week nine in the National Football League. Let's go to New England, where. Uh, and, and you alluded to this, Ken, and I forget one of our guest interviews today. Like the line yep. movement on this game has been pretty funny. Where, you know, Patriots are two and a half to open the week, and then the Commanders trade Montez Sweat and Chase Young, and it gets out to three and a half, and then money starts coming in on the Commanders, and this might go back to two and a half now. So, uh, the Patriots are in between a two and a half and a three-point home favorite. It's th it's Patriots minus three, even money. The total in the game is 41. Devontae Parker's out for the Patriots, and we know that uh, Kendrick Bourne's out for the year. It's going to be a three-wide receiver set coming up on Sunday of Jalen Rager, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Pop Douglas for the New England Patriots. For Washington, uh, Curtis Samuel has been ruled out. So, Dotson and McLaurin, your two primary wideouts, and Logan Thomas at tight end. Ken Betts here for what's a pretty interesting market here, right, for the Pats and the Commanders. I just, uh, I get the move out to three and a half, and I, I guess I get the three and a half's getting bet, just because, like, three and a half, I'm sure, seems valuable to people with how the Patriots have played. I don't really get the threes getting bet on Washington. That one, I don't get that one. That one doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Everything else made sense. And now I'm like, am I am I going to bet New England when this goes to, like, two and a half, one ten in the game, and they almost just have to win? Like, is that what I'm going to do? I think the answer is yes. Um, I just let's again, let's see what happens with I can't believe this. It actually there are like not inexpensive. There are like two and a half 15s in places right now on this game. If you want to bet uh, New England, I almost can't believe it. Uh, probably New England, 
but like the way this is going why maybe i'll get better maybe i'll get two and a half 110 on sunday uh the th- off three steam makes no sense to me usually when it makes no sense that means i'm wrong i have not bet the game yet uh, I laid two and a half with New England. I'm going to stick with that bet that I made earlier in the week. I, mean, I will kind of echo the sentiments of Evan Silva, who came on the show yesterday from Establish the Run. He liked the over in the game. I'm going to end up betting this over also, where obviously like no young and sweat obviously helps the matchup for New England, even like with a terrible offense for the Patriots. And I, I will say, we talked a lot about Sam Howell like taking a ton of sacks, right? Last week like marked the first time all season that Washington got the ball out extremely quickly the entire game and like made a concerted effort to do that where Howell's not hanging out in the pocket just taking hit after hit. And they ended up scoring a lot on the uh, on the Philadelphia Eagles and Howell didn't really take a lot of sacks in the game. So I think Washington, if they do that this week against the Patriots, I'm not saying they're going to score 40, but I think they can score enough to get this over the total. I'll have a bet on the over and I'll stick with my bet Patriots laying the two and a half. Ken, let's go to New Orleans. Uh, Saints an eight and a half point home favorite against the Bears. Justin Fields did practice today, but he's not going to play in this game, obviously. But maybe returns coming up soon for Chicago. Uh, they play on Thursday night next week against the Panthers. Maybe he's back for that game. The Saints laying eight and a half against Tyson Bajent and company. The total here is 41. I don't have a bet on this game yet. Uh, Sam just had a really good presentation on this game earlier where he, he likes the Bears and the idea is essentially just, and he had a like a historical trend that like Derek Carr, who to be fair, like has not played on the Saints for more than this year. But like when Derek Carr is favored by a lot, his record is extremely poor. What I would just say that that speaks to, and we talk about this on the show a lot, is the idea that like teams to win by margin, certain teams with certain coaches and certain quarterbacks, when they're projected to win by margin, that's generally like a tough ask based on how the team plays. And you can look at the Saints games, a lot of them this year, a lot of them have been close. They had to blow out against the Patriots. So like that's, that's going to be kind of your argument for why, and you know, Carolina backdoor the game and that was kind of a blowout type of game two possessions but really like the saints are kind of like a terrible offense like all defense team when you're that imbalanced like winning by margin can be really difficult sometimes so like they could dominate this game and win by seven like they could dominate this game and win by six three like whatever and you'll feel like the whole time that they were actually like going to win the game that's kind of what this game feels like to me so it would only be the bears i guess my curiosity is okay there was enough interest to get this from seven and a half to eight and a half to nine in some places are we done? And I'm willing to wait to see if we get a 10 in this game on Sunday. Like maybe there's so much against Bajans and there's so much on the Saints that maybe we do get a 10 in the game. Like you kind of risk nothing by waiting. Like I'll risk losing on eight in order to get 10 and like that this number gets away from me. 10, I would definitely bet the Bears. Let's see if we get it. Just again, like a team by margin, I would never be interested in the Saints, uh, even though I think they're very likely to win the game. I think you just, you nailed it, honestly. 10 is a really easy bet on Chicago if it ever gets there. I I, I don't trust New Orleans enough to lay the eight and a half, but I I also like in turn kind of like, I don't trust Chicago enough to take eight and a half. I need 10 if I'm going to bet the Chicago Bears. So as it stands right now, like no bet for me on on the Bears and the Saints right now. Uh, Let's close this segment and then we'll do the rest on the other side, obviously. With a game that's kind of flummoxed us all week, that's the Ravens and the Seahawks. And now we're kind of presented with the decision, right? it It is a six point spread. Baltimore is a six-point favorite at home against Seattle. The total in the game is 44. Uh, nothing injury-wise here, like of significant note here, Ken, for either team. Uh, what, do you want to bet Seattle now that the number six? I don't think so. I've always kind of been like, yeah, I'd start thinking about it here, but I'd really want more to like confidently make a bet. I think I'm okay. My number in the game is five and a half from like a rating standpoint. When I think about the game, I, I 
you know, even without a number, like I kind of come to a conclusion that this is probably about right. Uh, I do think the the total steam is interesting. Uh, up from it opened forty two and a half. So this is one of our big total movers this week. Forty two and a half, forty four, and there are a couple forty four and a halfs on the board. If this kind of continues this way, even if it doesn't, we've got a couple of guests that have pointed this out this week. I think everybody knows Baltimore is like a top three defense, top five defense in the NFL in a bunch of categories this year. But Seattle with the reformed secondary, getting all their guys back, their defensive numbers they basically shut down Joe Burrow in that offense a couple of weeks ago. Should have won that game in a low scoring game in Cincinnati. I'm sure this game's going over like this might be an under bet for me especially 44 and a half pretty key number there and we'll see if leonard williams make a seahawks debut on sunday as well sure. we'll have a sunday conversation about that uh on the other side the rest of our bets coming up for week nine in the nfl welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql network